Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh my gosh! I do the air horn. What yeah, let's do it, man. It's an air horn night. Right? This is an air horn. It's the opposite of an air horn. It's an air ball. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the losers. Shut up! Don't make a single noise. Shut up! Nuggets fall 102 to 98 points. Do you guys remember when we were good on offense? No. What? That was a long time ago. 102 to 98. The Nuggets fall to the Sacramento Kings. Um, game. We were prepared to lose tonight coming into it, and then it happened in a way that was like. Not Somehow like caught us off guard. Not like this. Not, not like not this, man. The Nuggets co- absolute collapse down the stretch uh, to cough this one away, man. And there is, I'm telling you, some losers' lounges, you got this or that. I have some takes for this one, so we're going to fire them off. I have some perspectives on it that really annoyed me tonight. And to help deal with me being annoyed, I got Brendan vote. Dude, oh, for a brief moment. I did feel good about this night going differently for a brief moment. It was never locked Hot up. Second. It was never locked up, but I felt I was looking around the bar, some sickos made their way out. I was ready to celebrate. Instead, here we are, fellas, therapy in need and, and uh, some explanations. In I need. feel like I need the therapy. You guys have to be my therapy tonight. Over here, I got D line co. Oh my God, my therapy. You're on your own. You're on your own. Nobody cares good. about you. I feel like garbage. I need therapy. No one cares about you, Mares. Uh, it's too real over here. <laughs> We're too honest. Being dead. Maybe I'm not ready for these harsh truths. Over there, superstar <laughs> dev. How the hell do I keep ending up in the loser's lounge? I know. It's all too familiar, and I hate it. I truly hate it. We suck. <sighs> we do suck, man. At the very at this moment, the Nuggets. If power rankings were like literally Bottom just 10. supposed to be the last like five, six, seven days, Bottom we would 10. probably be twenty seventh. We suck. Blowout loss in Sacramento. Blowout loss. Who was even was it? I've already forgotten who these were. Who did they play after that? Milwaukee, and then a heartbreaker in this one. And I have the worst job on earth. I have to give a fast breakdown. No, the worst job on earth is to. Be next to you giving a fast breakdown. <laughs> Listening to it. Energetic first quarter from the Nuggets. Ball was popping. Guys flying around. Oh, that's a good omen. It's a Zeke night. I got that in there as well. Is that a good omen? He was playing well. For a second it was. He was well there for a minute. 27 to 16 Nuggets. They held him to 16 points in the first quarter. That first quarter, man. That was encouraging. Bench held their own. Starters come back in and cough up the league, but then regained it behind. Some great defense. They go into the break with a 10-point lead. Third quarter. Nuggets playing well. Nuggets playing well, holding that 10-point lead. But then, what was the turning point? Do you guys remember? This is why we do the fast breakdown. The screaming and the technical fouls. Technical foul on Jokic. (coughs) Looked like he was trying to get thrown out. I'm not going to lie. This looked like he was trying to get thrown out. And Malone saw it 
and was like, I, to, I'm not big enough him. to hold him back. But what I can do is distract the ref with my own technicals. He was like waving around. <laughs> yeah, like, Look right over here. There to be Look like, no, here. tech me. Throw it at me. Um, and that's what happened. He got a tech. So double text, and I'm telling you, man, this was an emotional turning point in the game. It allowed, first of all, the points. It allowed them to get back in it. But two, it showed Denver being a little distracted. And after that, if you guys recall, the Nuggets were foul hunting in the, like, two or three possessions after that and not getting it. The rest were like, nope, we're not going to just, you know, give you a call now because you yelled at us. And it was a little a little sketchy there. 74-71 Nuggets going into the fourth. Bench minutes held for four minutes, the three-point lead, but it wasn't looking good. The bench offense, man, in that fourth quarter stretch really was Reggie barreling to the rim and trying to throw something up. It, it didn't work. It was offensive, that it, offense. It was offensive. At one point in game with eight minutes when Yoch came back in, Aaron Gordon was making his free throws tonight, came up clutch. Aaron Gordon, man, he played hard tonight. But the Kings took a lead with two minutes to go, and it felt bad because they hadn't had the lead. And when you get it in the final minutes, it feels bad. But don't worry. They took a 10-point lead like 30 seconds after that. Denver ran to a closing lineup that featured, obviously, Reggie Jackson and also Justin Holiday. Mike, They were going to double Jokic in the post. Denver put uh, Jokic in the post for every play of the last two minutes. He goes to the post, draws the double, and kicks out. Picks it to Michael Porter, wide open, misses. Kicks it to Holiday, who gives a pump fake one drive, gets to the spot, misses. They couldn't get it. Then they were getting turnovers on kickouts. Then it wasn't even that. All the guys that were in there to close the game, to get opportunities, to get wide open shots to close it, couldn't get it. And then defensively, how many stops? Zero stops on De'Aaron Fox. One of the best closers in the NBA closed this one really hard. All right, Dev. That's the quick re uh, recap. What's your big takeaway? My big takeaway is that I do not want to overreact but um Too late. the sky is falling <laughs> the sky, everything was horrible like three game losing streak they just got <sighs> mundered lost to a team on the second night of a back-to-back -back. aaron gordon was the best player on the court bench didn't get For anything Denver. going no one else showed up alongside aaron gordon we're going into the all-star break with just straight losses things are not great right now Things are not great, and you're you're kind of being like half tongue in cheek, half real, because we always ask after every loss, like, is this a big deal? Is this a big deal? But with every ensuing loss after that, once you go streaking, this is officially a streak. Then it's like, yeah, man, some things are bad, and this one felt like, you know, when you say the sky's falling, like, what is it you think is falling? The, the identity, the identity of the team, um, the ninety-eight points, the competitive nature, um, the Nuggets basketball, just knowing. Every time out, especially at home, that you're going to get Denver to show up and play hard and at least compete to win the game. This was a very, very winnable game. This was a game that they seemed to have, like, be in control of, and they just could not finish it out. Yeah. Big takeaway. I mean, this is a uh, – I don't believe this guy's falling. I know you're being a little facetious here. Uh, the This is a perfect storm of just absolute garbage. The Nuggets are missing – like, without Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic in the clutch, the Nuggets are so vulnerable. It's There's such a different team when those two have one another to reliably go to down the stretch. I mean, De'Aaron Fox looks looked down the stretch like what Jamal Murray looks like typically down the stretch. Like, that's what that feels like to be on the other side where that you know the other guy is just going to score every single time down. And the Nuggets were... To that closing lineup, it was... I mean, it was pretty foolish i think to have to close with justin holiday 
I'm not, I'm not sure exactly why they did that. Every player that they put in in uh, a replacement role fumbled the bag. Reggie Jackson got the ball stolen because he was being careless. Uh, Michael Porter got picked on on defense and missed a, a wide open shot. Uh, Justin Holiday missed that shot that you're like, why are you taking that? Like, that's not we. Why? But like, why are you in that position? But again, it's like this. If if this team that we saw tonight and the night before um, are the Nuggets, the Nuggets are cooked. But this is not the Nuggets. It's just not. It's like this, these are different guys. Jokic is the Nuggets. Jokic didn't have a great night, but it with Jokic and then Murray and KCP in that, like with eight minutes to go, it was a, they were up by one. They win that every single time with, with Murray and Jokic both in good They're, positions. That's a very good closing team too, though. I know, but you saw the, like the, typically when the Nuggets are the Nuggets, they score every time down in the clutch, that is the hallmark of the two-man game dynamic of Jokic and Murray. They missed four or five straight shots, and the Kings scored every single time down. And that's that's what happens. That's the difference. Um, yeah, the Nuggets owe each other and their fans more right now. They just owe each other more. They owe their fans more. And it's I understand that they just won the first title in team history, but that's the standard they're held to now, and that's the standard they should hold each other to, themselves to. And... You know, maybe it is just three games before the All-Star break. It is three games in a row, though, that you've asked the fans to put up with this and deem it acceptable. And I think there are other games this season that make the fans feel this way of just like, hey, man, where's the joy? Where's the pride? Is the ball popping? Is this a focused team effort? And I just too often it hasn't been. Um, you know, I, like, I don't – I still believe in, in – and everything this team like has been at times this year and can be, but I'm not gonna sit up here for the third game in a row and tell the fans to chill out. Like, if you want to be frustrated, I get it because the Nuggets are kind of wasting your time right now in these last three games. And you know, like a lot of comments on the bench tonight in the chat, the Nuggets weren't good enough tonight. Like, their starters weren't very good. Jokic wasn't great tonight, and I know they were missing guys. I know they were, and that matters. But let's keep the same energy. The Knicks, the, the Kings came in on the second end of a back-to-back, and they closed that game on at one point an 11-0 run, right? Yeah. Like, that can't happen. Yeah. And so um, I don't think it's about, oh, they need a buyout guy, or they should have made this trade, or they should have. This group right here is capable of considerably, considerably better basketball. Right. And so I want to hold this group to that standard and hold this group accountable. We need to see it out of the break. And once we see it, it'll be very easy to say, hey, man, we know what that was. Um, but we need to see it first. And I, and I hope they feel some weight right now of, like, this is not who we are. This is not who we are. My big takeaway, and I'm so annoyed. I'm so annoyed by this one. Because my big takeaway tonight, confidence is such an important thing. And, like, you always know when your coach has your back, has belief in you. The two coaches I played for the most on TV, yeah, I played for a million coaches in my life. I had a high school coach who wasn't the greatest, like, X's and O's coach. Hope he's not watching. What's that? Hope he's not watching. I hope he's not watching either. Actually, (laughs) both of my coaches, I doubt they are. But you never know, actually. I had a high school coach who wasn't the best X's and O's, but that guy was, like, always had everybody playing hard. You knew he had your back. He was, like... He was like your buddy, but also like constantly on you. And that team, like our team, you know, would always play hard. It was always like we had great energy, even if we were a dumb team. In college, I had a coach who was very brilliant. X's nose taught me a lot about the game. I learned way more 
in my college years. But a guy that was um, very high stress, I would say, and did not have a lot of trust in a lot of individuals for most of the time. And you felt that. And it was hard in th for that coach to play well when you knew he didn't believe in you and when the cerebral part of the game was the part that was most important. I think there are coaches in the NBA, and I think Mike Brown's one of them, that does it. It's not that he allows you to make mistakes repeatedly, like he wants you to also be cerebral, but he also understands that, like, I have to give guys confidence. I have to play through. He once, I know, early in the season pulled Keegan Murray out for not shooting, more, being more aggressive, for not shooting the ball. He's a guy that understands that at all times you have to be giving confidence. Just an only played 31 minutes tonight. 31 minutes. Peyton Watson played 15. Colin Gillespie's on a two-way contract, plays 18 minutes. Like, if I'm any of these guys, it is so obvious that Michael Malone does not have confidence in you. And I think when we talk about Christian Brown and some of the struggle, the sophomore struggles, he plays to me like a guy who so clearly is being ridden very hard for the you need to know what you're doing. You need to understand this. No mistakes. You can't make mistakes out there. You've got to be technically correct in everything you do. And as a result is losing some of the things that he actually does well, which is just run through walls at full speed. And am I making mistakes? Who cares? I'm going to make up for him by, with just energy and effort. You got Peyton Watson, who I think is similar. 15 minutes tonight for Peyton Watson yeah. in a game when you're shorthanded. This is a guy you want to play in your playoff rotation. Michael Malone two weeks ago called himself out because he knew he was doing a bad job of this with Christian Brown and probably to a lesser extent Peyton Watson. Knew he was doing a bad job, and he says, it's on me to give these guys confidence. Tonight, he said Justin Holiday was significantly better suited for the role he was. And by the way, Justin Holiday didn't do anything tonight. He made a bunch of mistakes, missed layups, missed jumper. Like, so to me, I'm so annoyed that we just went through a three-game losing streak. You lose some players, and instead, you elevate a guy on a two-way. Colin Gillespie's not going to be here next year. I don't have anything against him. He actually plays well, you know, like this or that. He's not going to be on the roster next year. He's not going to play in the playoffs because he's not going to be eligible to. You play him more minutes than Peyton Watson? You play Justin Holiday, who if, we're, if the plan is to play Justin Holiday in the playoffs, like I have no idea, you know, what you're doing. You have chances to give these guys confidence. Say, all right, we're shorthanded tonight. Go out there and win this game with energy and effort. And by the way, in the first quarter, that's how Denver was up. They held him to 16 points through energy and effort and just running through a wall. But as the game goes on, you see a lot of panic in Michael Malone. You see a lot of panic in these things, and as a result, you go to this. So I'm very annoyed because I see a lot of traits over the last handful of games, really all season, when we talk about you know, some of the different guys that get minutes in different spots. But tonight felt the most egregious, going to Colin Gillespie in the fourth quarter, which I thought was a huge mistake, and then going to Justin Holiday in the clutch, and it obviously coming up terrible. It just felt like this game felt more like a double loss because it wasn't just that they lost the game. It's that they lost it in a way that I feel did more damage when it could have been an opportunity to, even if you lose, it's a learning experience. We lost with our guys on the court. Yeah, I mean, you talk about that, uh, the, the coach having trust in you um, and in doing more damage. What message, like, not message that you're sending to players, but, like, what message or what are you learning from these type of minutes right now? Because is Justin Holiday part of your playoff rotation? I hope um, not. Are, are these players, like, going to actually – is Colin Gillespie part of your playoff rotation, or is he even going to be on the team at that point? So, like, these are the type of times where you try to go dig deep into the bench, or you try to find different ways to play a Peyton Watson, a Christian Brown. Try to find them confidence um, when you're when you're down Jamal Murray, when you're down KCP. 
because um, at least there's the like you're gonna learn. There's gonna be mistakes because I don't think that Peyton Watson played great in this game, but also I don't see him. He didn't play alongside Jokic the whole time. He didn't get to play with the kind of a running the theme, right? Player. Everybody always looks bad when they don't get the Jokic minutes. Yeah, so like that that is part of it. But like, why not give them more time with them just to see what it looks like? Because they are part of your rotation. They are part of the playoffs. They are young players that have struggled with that confidence and it comes from not being back. So this is a game that even if you lose it, you just say, go get some shots up, go be a part of the offense, go um, learn on the fly instead of just having these very, very constant or un like not consistent um, time where you don't get to see what it looks like. They haven't had a long stretch. Christian Brown hasn't had a long stretch of playing well in a long time. So why not just give them more run, longer run, different run with the starters or with other guys just to see what it looks like. So, yeah, I do think that that's a, a tough message for a young guy because I do think that you should earn it. You need to put in more time. But also, why not a change of scenery um, as but, uh, well? But on a night when everyone's shorthanded, that's an opportunity to be like you haven't necessarily earned it. Oh, well, has Justin Holiday earned it? But it's like you haven't necessarily earned it, but tonight is a night. And then it's a win. If you, like, lose – the game because they screw up. It's a nice thing to be like, I stuck with you the whole game. I, I let you do this. And now you see how important these details are. But if I'm Peyton Watson, I'm like, I always play 15 minutes. I played 15 minutes tonight. They lost it in the fourth quarter because I was on the bench. Like, I don't, you almost don't own it in that same way. And on top of that, it's just the message to me. I just know this as a player. It's my, it was the most challenging thing I think I ever did, like in, in any level of sport, was whenever you knew your coach didn't have your back. It's the hardest thing. And I just saw that tonight in, in a way that really, really bothered me, especially when the replacement you put out there was costing you the game. Yeah, I mean, like the one thing that maybe there's a little bit of rebound from is that he then <laughs> did put Peyton Watson in, who made what like could 20 have been, seconds, which, but yeah. but, who immediately made what could have been a game-changing steal, well, him, like immediately yeah. made it an impact. So it's like, I mean, I, I, I mean, I agree with everything that you guys are saying about that. Like it, it doesn't, I, it was confusing to me that Justin Holiday and uh, Reggie Jackson, frankly, were playing in the biggest moments. I don't know what you, what else you would turn to. Uh, Reggie almost Reggie has Jackson. to. Yeah. Um, but you know, like, <clears throat> I mean, I definitely thought that if not, because you don't, you're not going to rely on Justin Holiday's offense in that pressure moment. So why not right. put a more defensive minded person in at that time? Um, but it's just like that execute, like it, the, it's just so frustrating to watch that because watching the Denver Nuggets collapse in the clutch is something we're so not used to with this team. That is their, their absolute calling card is being nails when it comes down to it. And it's Jamal Murray. Like this makes me appreciate Jamal Murray so much more a night like tonight where Jokic gets the ball, obviously gets double teamed. And then he yeah. finds Michael Porter jr. Who knocks down a long mid range. You're like, okay, listen, wow. Is this the new evolution of the two man game? And then it, it just falls apart. There's no, like then people don't know what they're doing. Just no cohesion, no movement, like just, confusion and you can understand it a little bit obviously because th this is they're not used to being in that situation together like if that was the true Nuggets starting unit or closing unit I should say they would have a better idea of how to act and they just didn't tonight and the Kings do and right. they just got bulldozed it sucked they blew it uh I want to kill myself I want to kill you guys first though and uh whatever let's get out of here all right, let's take a break. Thanks, Eric, for that. Yeah, let's that take cool. a break. Uh, <laughs> on the other side, we'll dive into some of the players specifically and ask the question, I hate to say it, 
Why did Yoke only have 11 points tonight? Is it because this matchup kind of challenges him? Super sick. Can't wait for that second. Hey, stay tuned. Yeah. Stay tuned. Who, had, who had Aaron Gordon eating at the Circle K tonight? Was that was that yeah, of Congratulations, Dev. You're the only person to get anything right tonight. I hope you find some yeah, joy Thanks for that lock, though. You listeners can find a lot of joy at Circle K, <laughs> where they have memberships. Did you know that? And they're free. It's easy to sign up. You can use the QR code that's right there on your screen. Just get all up close with your phone. Uh, and it's really cool. You can enter your email and phone number to be fully enrolled. And after that, all you need is your phone number to get deals like your first five Phillips of gas are 25 cents off a gallon. That adds up. First five Polar Pops are free. That's just dope. And every sixth item is free on several items, such as pizza, roller grill, dispense beverages, donuts, and more. Get a free any size Polar Pop from Colorado Circle K by texting DNVR to 31310. It's DNVR to the number 31310. Free Polar Pop. Why not? Message and data rates may apply. Periodic recruiting messages per month. Terms and conditions can be viewed at CircleK.com. Sign up with the QR code on that screen or visit www.CircleK.com slash Inner Circle. And if you go to Circle K and you see something on the door that reminds you of good old DNVR, take a picture and send it to us. You'll know, it, you'll know it when you see it. You'll know it when you see it. Things are way out, way out of control right now. Everything's really expensive. Uh, homeowners, you have a way out of a potential credit card spiral if that's a situation you find yourself in. If you own a home, I want you to call our friends at American Financing. Tell them DNVR sent you. Tell them Brennan Vote sent you. See if they knew my name. <laughs> like, they don't. What? They don't. Uh, mortgage rates are lower than they've been in a long time and much better than the average credit card rate. American Financing is saving their customers an average of $854 a month. You know that's true because it's so specific. By tapping into their home's equity and wiping out high interest credit card debt, call American Financing. And if you call today, you might be able to delay two mortgage payments. Call today. Tell them DNVR sent you. 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000. Someone actually wrote the word out thousand in this read. (laughs) I know. There's a couple of those where I'm always like, just write write seven. Yeah. Or go to AmericanFinancing.com slash net slash dnvr nmls 182334 tonight demontis sabonis went for 20 points 12 rebounds six assists shot nine of 16 modest nikola I mean, modest modest nikola Jokic went for 11 points five rebounds eight assists outperformed in two of those categories you know got a few more assists exquisitely modest exquisitely modest this is second time in a week now that Sabonis has actually had the better of this matchup. Yep. And honestly, we talked back in the day about the the Kings matchup and he was Sabonis. Like, he's performed very well against Jokic. He seems to like that matchup. Now, look, we all know that playoff Yoke and, like, Yoke when he takes games seriously, this was not a good Jokic game. He was not very locked into this one. In fact, it was one of his worst of the year. But I have to ask, Dev... Is there something to Sabonis? Just feels very comfortable. Like Sabonis does not fear Jokic. Yeah, I don't think that Sabonis is afraid of him. Like Sabonis is a player that's going to play hard every single time. Yeah. Like I don't. I think he's a skilled player, but I. I mean, I. I think he's missing touch. I think that he's a great passer, but his like passing touch is clearly not the same as Jokic or anything like that. But he does not fear him, especially like uh, trying to score on him. I also think that uh, the Kings do a good job of. They send like a lot of different looks at Jokic. Like it's one on one coverage, but then it it'll send a double team late or a triple team like at a weird time to just like put it there. But Jokic also scores on him pretty easily. But I do think that the athleticism and how hard he plays and like 
crashing the boards and making sure like he steps up to that challenge. I think Sabonis circles this one. Jokic does not circle this one. So I think it's more of that. Yeah, man, like, man, this, <laughs> Jokic could do whatever he wants. He could do whatever he wants. And he just like didn't want to do it. Like he, he would be totally like stilted by the slightest amount of, um, defensive pressure against him like Sabonis gave him this like would just give him a little bit of uh of friction and you could just be like oh, oh and just throw it out and get it he just didn't he wasn't had had no head of steam wasn't going towards the basket Did, like I was saying in the pregame show when I predicted he would eat and cannot believe I thought that was the easiest thing in the world <laughs> I, I thought I was cheating by saying but yeah. I was wrong somehow Jokic should not eat tonight um that we needed Jokic to realize the fact that it was on his shoulders tonight, missing both Jamal and KCP, and he did not step up and meet that challenge tonight. He really was looking for other people, like looking to be more of that facilitating role, looking to get other people involved, which is in a lot of ways and a lot of other games admirable. But like a, a night like tonight, you just have to step up and be that fucking guy, man. You are the best player in the world. You know, it's it's like, it's not a true criticism of Jokic because it's hard to criticize somebody like him. But tonight was, it was just, he just didn't have it. He just he didn't, didn't have, have the fire. He didn't bring what was required of him. It was good enough through three quarters. And it, when it got tough in the end, when it got tough in the middle, he just like passed it off and was like, you guys handle it. I'm, By the way, I'm five of 14, five of 14 shootings. So not even a Terrible. good night of shooting. Yeah. I mean, I think that's fair, man. I know some people in the chat are probably pulling their hair out. They didn't have their guys. He's getting double teamed. He's getting mugged. All true, but also most of those dynamics are true often when Jokic yeah. dom when he dominates, right? So I hold Jokic to only Jokic's standard. No other player in the league, and it's the highest standard in the league. So I think it's fair, man. He was six of seventeen tonight. He was zero of six from three. Uh, it's so I I think we can know the context behind these last two games and matchups against Sabonis. It's still fair to say six we're of seventeen. Oh yeah. Oh six of seventeen. Yeah, right. Did I say that right? No, you said it right. I said it wrong. Um, but it's still fair to say, look, as far as his standard goes, as far as the best player in the world goes, and he had fifteen points. Why is my thing? Oh, ESPN's been on the fritz, huh? Yeah, the scoreboard on. I sent it on the timeline. People were saying, that okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I mean, look, I'm not. Am I coming down too hard on Jokic? He's he's the guy who's shown up more than every other guy in this organization for years. And that's still going to be the case going forward. But as we talk about this game, was Jokic good? No. By he, his standard. He very clearly needs the All-Star break, which sucks for him because he's the one guy that has to go to the All-Star game and do that. They'll probably give him off like Monday, Tuesday and have like make him come back late Wednesday or something ahead of the Thursday game next week because that, that'll be his All-Star break, his chance to do it. So I almost feel bad for him that he has to go play in this game that he absolutely hates and has no real role to play in. And will get, like, not even pass the ball. Yeah, the they won't even pass him the ball. They'll just have him stand out of the way and rebound. So I do feel bad for him in that, in that way, but, like, that he doesn't get it. He clearly needs it. And I always say, yoke fatigue is always when he gets frustrated. That's the number one sign. Tonight when the ref wasn't blowing the whistle for it, he got upset about it, I was like, my God, here it is, like... You could see it coming where you're like, Yoke, if you just stay in this, you guys can grind out a win. Like, it's going to be ugly, and then you get to go put your feet up for the next five days. 
And you just saw it was like he couldn't do it. He couldn't do it. He had to get the tech. He tried to get a second one. He wanted out. He wanted out of the game, and you're sitting there going like, you know, so to me, that's the mental fatigue. It's very clear that he needs the break, but at the same time, it's a little scary to me because I will say it was one of the things that we hadn't seen from Yoke over the last few years. We used to call these emotional funks. Remember back in the day when we oh, talked yeah. about emotional funks? There's a lot of those back in the day. They like kind of went away. Three months ago, yeah. No, no, well, they kind of went away for him, and this is the year where they've returned, and to me, it's like, that is fatigue, and it's a short off season. It's all that stuff, but Mental it's just clear fatigue, that he yeah. is physically and mentally fatigued, or at least it seems clear to me that he is physically and mentally fatigued in a way that's a little concerning, uh, you know, because there is the season is really is half over. I know there's only 27 games left, but there's a pull playoffs. The season's half over if you win a championship, and that concerns me. Yeah, I feel like he goes through these stretches every season, like even last year. There was a stretch where he was just going through a lot or it just seemed like, you know, the outside noise was getting to him on on the court. And then he gets over it and we forget about these type of games. I he know. gets back to being, you know, the best player in the world. But yeah. there are these times that, like, yeah, the fatigue kicks in. He gets very emotional. Um, he It seems like he doesn't want to be there. Um, and you just want him to be locked in, keyed in. And I know we're, we're asking a lot of a guy that, Really, like, he gives us everything, and, and we don't deserve right. it. No, right, right. well, <laughs> you don't deserve it. I deserve it. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I love this take, D-Line. You're like, yeah. actually, I'm going to claim it. <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I'm tired yeah, of saying I mean, we don't yeah, deserve it. But really, we, 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 we ask a lot of him. But also, that comes with the territory. That comes with being the best in the world. Um, so, like, yeah, you want those these things to go away. You want him to just dominate every single night because we we've seen that. We've seen him be in that type of stretch, and... We know what it looks like when he's in that type of stretch. There's no one else that could top, uh, top him. So just got to get back that like mental fortitude and just be able to to play through it all. Yeah, and it's pointed out um, in the chat that you know Decky's funeral was this week. There's probably some emotional uh, weight that he is also dealing with. You know, he that's a good. That's actually a really good point. He wasn't, he, about he that. wasn't able point. to attend that's the funeral. I'm sure that there is, uh, you know, a darkness probably over his head so it, it is hard to you know uh, the fact that um again for better or for worse this game is played by human beings Jokic is a human being although i i don't actually believe that i think he's better than us um but you know listen um this is frustrating though it's just frustrating to watch the game it's frustrating to watch sand slip through your fingers in such a way where it felt like all right you know it, it's been over, but we're so back. And we, yeah. through three quarters, we, coming into this game, I think we all expected to just get blown out again because that's just kind of where the Nuggets are right now. They don't have their guys. And they've shown that, again, that this combination of players is not good enough to get it done. And this is a really good opponent um, at the wrong time. And it's right before All-Star break. But it is, again, what bad teams do going into the all-star break is drop games advantageous teams teams on the rise teams that are hungry like the kings pick up games right. going into the all-star break that then looking at the standings at the end of the year you're like oh, god damn it like why couldn't we have just gotten our act together for those th that three for four game stretch and so it's super frustrating but you know this is this is the life of an nba fan yeah um so, I'm glad you, you know. brought that up, though. Like, the Kings deserve some credit because they came in here on the second night of the back-to-back. -back, yeah. And guess who also has the All-Star game coming up? Right. The break, rather. The Kings. But they and by the way, De'Aaron Fox, 43 minutes tonight. Yeah. And and by the way, the Kings are in a spot where they've given themselves less leeway with their, with their tough start or relatively tough start compared to last year. 
But, you know, as we're sitting here bemoaning the Nuggets' lack of effort approaching the All-Star break, the Bucks played hard. Yeah. The Kings played hard twice. Yeah. And I do want to credit Sabonis and Fox, man, who are just good. Who are just good. Fox was incredible down I the stretch. Know. And that's... There are things you'd like to see the Nuggets do, and we're always going to start from that perspective. But also, I do want to hat tip those two guys for being great in two games. Damn. I know. That's, that's what Jamal Murray looks like. That's what that feels like on the other side. It feels like shit. That's what he does to other teams. Like in the playoffs, you're saying? Yes. Yeah. That's what that feels like. Uh, like if you're a Lakers shout, fan, yeah, that's what yeah. that feels like. Shout out, by the way, to Aaron Gordon tonight. We didn't even spend that much time on him, but this was one of his best games of the year. 25 points, 15 rebounds, 2 assists. Eight of eight from the foul line, and his give a shit factor was very high tonight. Yeah, he dude. was very emo like his face was very expressive with how much he was focused for he this game and trying to get it. He had that dog inside of him tonight, and sadly, he was let down. I mean, honestly, it's a weird, it's a weird thing for you know a player to feel let down. That's not Jokic. <laughs> We're know, always I like Jokic's let down. He brought it. I know. Tonight it's like Aaron Gordon brought it, but was let down, including you know by Jokic. So, shout out to Ag. Thought he was great tonight, he was, dude. He might. I was gonna say he might be the one that scales up most consistently. It's not Mike when Jamal's out. As much as I love right, Mike, he right. doesn't scale up, man. Mike is a complimentary piece on this team. Mike um, is Mike is Mike is Mike. With all five, but I mean, but I mean, when Jamal's not there, Mike rarely steps up. I got to be honest. That's, That's just saying, not his like, game. He doesn't Mike scale is always up. Mike. But yeah, I, want, I, lo I love, there is a malleability to AG that I really like as he tries to fit. doesn't always work, especially this year, but he tries to figure out what the team needs from him and he can be a dirty work role player. But sometimes he really steps up in these games and I appreciate that. Yeah, these type of games from Aaron Gordon, like, it goes to show you how much he truly is bought in for this team and how much he sacrifices to just do what's needed for this team. If the game calls for him to, you know, just blend in, he blends in. If it calls for him to be a good defender, he's a good defender. This game called for him to score and and take advantage of the mismatch and be the guy for the Nuggets that, that brought it just because the matchup called for it. Jokic and the rest of the team knew that he was going to get double teamed. They knew that they were going to throw different looks at him. Who's going to step up with him? It was Aaron Gordon. 25 points, 15 rebounds. He haven't had, he hasn't had a 15 rebound. It's been a long time. Yeah. Like he's played a game like this, but he knew that it was calling for it. So he really is like just whatever you guys need me to do, that's what I'm going to do. So it did suck that like this is a wasted performance for him, but hopefully he builds off of this going into the All-Star break. Where he says, hey, that's what I want to get back to. Yeah. Also, as, as we're on the shout-outs here, shout-out Zeke. Hey. Eight, eight points tonight, two rebounds, <laughs> Unironically two block shots. Good. Unironically Actually, good. it's been a while since we've had like good, encouraging Zeke minutes, and we had some see my You've seen uh, my tweak? Uh, weak Waji, three Ws. Yeah, we'll workshop <laughs> that one. We'll workshop that one. <laughs> yeah, one of his blocks, his block in this game, he he slammed the guy back to the ground. Oh, oh man, was oh, that Keegan wow. Murray? Yeah, he like looked like he hurt Keegan play. Murray off of blocking yeah, him. Man. Also, I was like, man, that that is a a big play by him. Like he really did step up in this game, and he doesn't get much opportunity. Like I know we crack on him a lot, but like he hasn't played much. So yeah. like for him to step up in this game when they needed a presence in that second unit, someone to. Um, make an impact this was a good game from him you want him yeah. to try to build off of that um but i like that the confidence was there i like that he was active on both ends of the floor and just trying to make plays that's what you need i'll tell you what calvin's got to trade uh pickett he's got to trade him this summer because if you're that guy and you're like 
that's another message where you're like, I'm behind the guy that's clearly not on the team next year. Like, okay. I mean, like, that's, yeah. That's a tough one, uh, man. For, He's got to trade If him. you didn't know for context, Hunter Tyson is out right now. I think he fractured his finger. But yeah. um, Pickett, I mean, look, M- Malone went right to Colin Gillespie pregame. To be clear, again, we don't know the context yet. Gillespie was the other Nuggets representative to go to. He's going to go to the G League. Is it the G League showcase yeah. game? Is that what they call it? It's. A, the, I think, it, yeah, I thought it was like a, yeah. So maybe that was the question that, but once You think he, that's why he played him today? No, 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 oh, no. Oh, that's that was why the question, the question. Okay, I think I maybe you. that came up, but once I saw that quote, I knew we were in for oh, this. Oh, you knew he was playing more I minutes knew we were in for the night, for and, sure. Uh, it felt a little... Nothing against Colin either. I kind of hate being an ant, like... No, 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 no. I just, like, I'm thinking logically about it and I and it feels to me bigger than just you well, know first of all neither him. one of those guys probably would have played well so that the real point that you're at is that one played and the other didn't and if that Jay matters, and that was matters. playing over Zeke like we'd all be like that's a message right we'd be like that's a message so that's why I bring it up all right let's take a break on the other <laughs> side said, this is the first therapy this is I the know first lunch. I'll just, still just, leave wait, sad we, we just have <laughs> we're we, almost over it actually next segment's gonna be great yeah, I gotta, promise you this we have a good one it's a binge and purge. It's a binge and purge. You're so true. We're we're we're, we're purging. We're purging. On, we're on some sweet candy. hundred um, percent. On the other side, Harrison win from the arena, and then later in the show, it is Valentine's Day, oh. and I do feel like I could use some relationship advice. Okay. I wonder if there's from anyone on this panel, not from <laughs> somebody from this panel that maybe is good at giving relationship advice. Not me. Um, <laughs> Stay tuned. Alrighty. <laughs> It's never ordinary at Bet365. Bet365, they they don't like ordinary. They're allergic to it. They think every sport, every moment should be epic, and it can be with Bet365. Right now, new customers can choose between two offers when they open an account at Bet365. Remember to use the code DNVR365 when you sign up. Another QR code for you there on the screen. You'll get two choices, a get offer, a first bet safety net offer, and then there are all kinds of boosts just sprinkled throughout your Bet365 experience. Like the NBA early payout offer, sometimes you're going to be able to get your straight bets paid out or parlay selections marked as winner when your team goes up by 20 points, Other, otherwise known as when they play the Denver Nuggets right now. Uh, you got to be 21 or older and physically located in Colorado. Please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. All right. We have Harrison Wynn. Oh, one we more saw another one. I did Why make do it. Why did you take that long of a break? I did make it seem like we were done. I I, I apologize. I apologize for that. And that's the next read. Yeah, it's uh, Red Hot Griffin. You hear that sound? What's that sound? What's that shadow? Is it a bird? Is it a plane? No, you're right the first time. It's a bird. It's a hawk. And uh, actually, no, it's just two guys on your roof trying to fix it. <laughs> Red Hawk Roofing, DNVR, uh, Denver's best roofers have joined the DNVR team. Quality materials, decades of experience, and huge DNVR supporters. It's most important to enjoy your small talk with your roofers. Go out there and shout at them. Ask them what they thought of Zeke Naji's minutes. <laughs> Pretty good tonight. Could have been worse. Um, <laughs> what do you think of weak Naji? I just don't know why they play Colin so much. Uh-huh. Don't distract them too much because they're on your roof. Hail season's coming up. Don't wait to take care of any issues before the big storms hits if you're looking for a new roof over your home or your business be sure to check out red hawk roofing at redhawkroofing.com tell them we sent you yeah okay we're done Uh okay all right let's go Uh live to the arena harrison wind uh man what were the vibes like inside the arena tonight wind terrible just terrible (laughs) um I don't want to be here right now. I don't think anybody wanted to be here tonight. Just, just an awful, yeah. despicable, embarrassing night at Ball Arena. 
Well, I, I, when I told you guys vibes were picking up here, then I meant after this segment. After this <laughs> one is when we're all going to pick you up and, and hold you close. All right. Well, uh, I imagine Michael Malone felt the same way. You know, Michael Malone wasn't as pissed as I thought he'd be after this one. I expected him to be a little more upset. Maybe he wasn't as upset because he could barely talk. His voice was extremely hoarse. You could actually barely hear Malone over the bass thumping from the visiting locker room right next to the press room where Mike Malone was talking. That was, of course, coming from the Kings locker room. They were wow. blasting music as Malone was talking, but you could barely hear him. I don't know if he's sick or if he just lost his voice yelling at Michael Porter Jr. tonight, but um, <laughs> he, he, he really did not have a voice postgame. Um, I asked Malone tonight if he's seen bad habits pick up over this three-game stretch or if it's more that Denver mentally needs the break. And the first thing he said was neither of those things. He said the biggest thing right now is we're not healthy. We were down Jamal Murray, down Contavious Caldwell-Pope. Other guys are banged up. He pointed to that as the biggest reason uh, behind the Nuggets three-game slide, and um, I thought that was interesting. He did note that he liked that they at least played defense tonight until, mm. you know, the fourth quarter. That kind of wasn't the case in Sacramento or in Milwaukee. They didn't really play great defense, and he, he did like how they at least gave out an effort for most of this game on the defensive end of the floor. Yeah, um, all right. <laughs> Was his voice so um, hoarse? Do you think that he was yelling, "Christian, get in there!" And they, everybody thought, "Justin, is it Justin? Is he saying Justin?" Or he's like, "Oh, well, I can't believe you're yeah. playing this bad on a holiday." He's like, "Holiday, holiday, holiday." Yeah, I didn't think about that, but it's it's, it's a good theory for sure. Yeah, he said, "Coming out of these last, uh, coming out of this All Star break, look, we got." 20 i forgot how many games they have left 27 maybe yeah but he said look we stumbled into the break uh we have to sprint out of the break he talked about the standings how you know they've gone from right on the cusp of first place to you know a couple games back of the first place spot right now over just these last three games they obviously know how tight the standings are and like he said like we have to be going full throttle out of the all-star break like we have to get back to playing nuggets basketball we have to play mature and responsible and he said right now they're jekyll and hyde uh, michael malone said each night i don't know which team is going to show up defensively and that can't really be right now yeah okay but i mean michael malone's kind of demeanor tonight like i said a second ago he wasn't as pissed off as i thought he'd be you know, he wasn't, like, super angry. He was disappointed in how they played, but he didn't – he wasn't, like, blowing up or anything. And that was kind of the mood of the entire team. Uh, we talked to Aaron Gordon. Justin Holiday just spoke as well. And a podium game for Justin Holiday. We're overusing Justin Holiday tonight as a whole dude, organization. Again, it is a holiday. <laughs> apparently, Justin Holiday leaked the new Rapids jersey. <laughs> when he wore it in, that's, yeah. that was a leak. <laughs> well, the, yeah. the the bigger story is that it's like you can't tell it's a New Jersey. Yeah, sure. yeah that's true. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. That might have been the biggest news tonight. He leaked the new Rapids kit. Um, but yeah, the, the sense with the team right now is they did lose three in a row. They're not playing well right now. They need the all-star break to get healthy, to get right. Aaron Gordon said he's going to Aspen for the all-star break. God, please I, don't I, get hurt. I think, I, think, I, think, I think a handful of them are going to Aspen. I think there's a group vacation. I don't think he's only. going skiing, though. Maybe sledding. I'm not sure. <laughs> no, Bro, hey, you no guys laugh. There is a chance. There's yeah, a real chance that over this break, several Denver Nuggets end up going sledding. And if they do... I hope we get photos so I could be totally vindicated. If I'll tell you how many, you know I me, mean? how often I was injured sledding as a child. Really? If they go sledding, I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> they start building jumps like I did. <laughs> yeah, so it, it was really dangerous when I did it. <laughs> Knocking each other over. Do not go sledding. Okay. It's a great detail. If though, they do you. go sledding, I think we know Peyton Watson's leading the charge. I'm <laughs> telling you, I'm just saying, like, there's momentum right now for the guy, the fellas. I'm putting a call sledding. in. I'm putting a call in. No sledding. No sledding. Don't worry about it. He's gonna be like, these poor guys told me that you guys sled in Colorado. <sighs> Dude, sledding is fun though. But let's go. Let's keep going. <laughs> I mean, that that's Dude, really all I got. To be honest, I was gonna end on the sledding note. <laughs> we should do. You know what? It snows a lot in March. The fellas, little sled trip. Sledding with the fellas. Dude, sledding with the fellas. Sledding with the fellas. Kale, this would make good content, would it not? I, as long as I can bring my skis. Does the chat Kale, want, Let us know in the chat if you want sledding with the fellas. Yeah, a lot of people. Wind, have... Great stuff. All-star break for you start now? Yeah, I'm uh, going sledding. <laughs> good stuff, buddy. Take care. A lot of people don't know Kale was a competitive sledder. In yeah, he was. Yeah. yeah, he was really good well, at the well, downhill. Before the accident. Before the <laughs> He has done everything in this world twice. <laughs> Man, you guys really, like, what would you say the odds are? Let's just say that oh my God. a lot of nuggets are going to ask. If, we were, if that were a thing that happened, what are the odds that there would be some sledding? What, how much is some? A sledding. Hang on, if we went... No, 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 no. They, the the, the, no like, let's oh. just say a handful of nuggets are all Will up there at like, the a nuggets. mansion. You Dude, know? I got to keep it real with you. I don't think grown men go sledding the way you think they do. <laughs> I know. Is this true? Yeah, this no. is, what? Sled- do you guys don't go sledding? <laughs> no, I don't. We don't have kids, bro. <laughs> there might be a less than 0% chance. Because yeah. 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 you are taking the kids, but then I'm going. Well, the one, the, the one thing. Really? Tubing, tubing, is, tubing is different. No. Tubing is not different. Yes, oh, it is. not? No. When I'm using them interchangeably. Sledding is for children. They will probably... Probably, however, go to a petting zoo. <laughs> <laughs> is, all right, tubing. If I say tubing, is that different? Tubing implies you're in the water. Really? Yeah. No, you can go tubing on the snow. Oh, you yeah. can. Dev, have you ever, you've been tubing. You go tubing. It goes no. fast. You've never been? No, but I think I am this weekend. Are well, you really? Winter Park. You're going to Winter Park? To go. He's yeah. so scared. Do you hear that? <laughs> That's a bi- that is a big one. Actually, somebody did die on that. That's not completely. Why are we doing this? Remember that? Thanks, man. That's what Dev needs to hear. All right, let's go to break. On the other side, let's get into Valentine's Day. Oh, sorry. I got so caught up in the great sledding debate. Oh, man. You You know what I know for a fact that grown men and grown women do? They go to illegal Pete's when they want burritos because it's one thing to get a fresh made, uh, you know, custom order burrito made right in front of you. It's another to do it knowing there's a full bar. And that's what I love about Illegal Peach. 
I hear there are other burrito competitors, but I know that they don't have a bar, so I'm just not interested. Illegal Pete's, for the kids technically, but also for adults, for buddies, burritos, mugs, and beer. Also, they have a new location. It's in Wheat Ridge. This February, swing by and join the party at the newest addition to the Foothills area, located in Gold's Marketplace and on the corner of 26th and Kipling, overlooking Crown Hill Park. Illegal Pete's is your new go-to spot for burritos, buddies. See what I did there? Not am buddies, comma buddies. How about that? Man, I there's never been an easier time to pitch you on watching your Denver Nuggets. I know that's what you want to do. You would drop anything to watch any given Denver Nuggets game, especially if they're playing the Kings. All jokes aside, there are answers now to the confusing questions of like, how do I watch the Colorado sports teams? I really would like to do that. You can with FUBO TV, 140 plus live channels of sports shows, movies, and news stream live TV from any device. And the big selling line, watch the most Colorado sports for the lowest price. Go to www.fubotv.com slash DNVR, another QR code. Sign up for 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. You guys want to know a true story about tubing? Oh, yeah, God. Yeah, wait, so you hear this. No, I was sign, tubing. Up for, sign up for Tubo. I was tubing one time in Breckenridge, and you know who I pumped into there? It was Ryan Blackbird. He was also tubing <laughs> no in the same place. That's actually God. awesome. That's a true story that happened. Me and Ryan Blackbird up there ended up tubing together. All you adults up there. Was you, did you go with your children? I, I, of course I went with my children. Did he go with his not, children? We're not doing this. All right. He was probably with a what niece or nephew. Today is Valentine's Day. I noticed. Know, I'm with you guys. What's that? No, just to, you know, how else would I spend my Valentine's Day well, saw, with you guys? Yeah, I was gonna say, I saw lounge. my wife for ten seconds today. It was very, uh, you know, sacrificing so I could be here for you guys. Talk about a loser's lounge. <laughs> this is a loser in <laughs> <is a> <laughs> oh, the true man. sense of a loser's um, But I don't know, man. I just feel like there's a lot of people in our lives right now that could use some relationship advice. Do we I know anybody some. on the panel that could give some? I need a lot of advice. I'd love to hear some. Cue that music there, Kale. Dev. Yes. I got a question about Jamal. Jamal. Because Jamal. lately, Jamal, <laughs> you know, he's always there in the playoffs. But in the regular season, I just feel like he's not there. He's not there, man. And, and the thing about it is everybody knows Jamal is the one. He's the one. But it's just not all the time. Mm. And I've been in a relationship mm. that I was not there all the time. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm around. She knows I'm a great person. She knows Does what she? I bring to the table. But I don't always show it. But I'm there when it matters. I'm there when she needs me. And that's like Jamal. So you got to show up. Because the thing is, just like tonight, they're going to miss you when you're gone. So you might as well just make your mark right now. Jamal, make your mark right now. Man. Oh, man. What great relationship. I uh, can't believe how good that is. I want to shout out. Producer Kale for this incredible production value. Yeah, that's a that's a great. great overlay. Feel, it feels like we are being like fed fish food or something. A little bit, yeah. Uh, it's uh, also uh, reminding me that I'm spending my Valentine's Day with three dudes. Losers loud talking hoops. Um, not that you know, just not yeah. how I saw my Valentine's Day going. That's um, it. I don't know. Do you have any relationship questions? I'm curious, uh, Dev. What Zeke? Zeke. <laughs> I don't know. Zeke Naji. <laughs> I've been in many relationships just like Zeke Naji. I mean, it's not you, it's me. That's what I tell him. It's not you, it's me. Like, things gotta be better. Better. I shouldn't be in this relationship. Not only am I not in this relationship, I had a chance to leave. I moved in. 
things could be so much better. You, you know, why'd you get a two-year just, lease? I'm needing, I'm needing a change of scenery. I need things to be better. Yeah. Because I, I used to be good, and then I had to go and change things up. I had to go change things up. I, I'm not working out, and I think we should try something new. So, Zeke, try something new or get back to the old thing. And just to be clear, Zeke, Dev is not asking you out. Just to be clear. Just to clarify. <laughs> First off, don't put words in Dev's mouth. <laughs> yeah, actually, I, don't, I don't speak for you, I, Dev. You, it's, you know, it is Valentine. You have any relationship questions that you want to ask? What about yeah, you? how do you guys get one? <laughs> How'd you get married? What about, uh, what, what about your guy, though? Yeah. When you, uh, you know, when you first get in a relationship, Dev, and it's just all butterflies, you know, mm. you just can't believe how good it is. You mm -hmm. can't believe it's your life. Oh. Uh, you know, you overlook some things. And as, as the years go by, you start to notice, like, I don't know if I'd call that a red flag. Yeah. Maybe like a pink flag. Okay. Mm. I don't love it. Okay. But I've already committed to loving this person. Yeah. How, how receptive should you be to that voice in the back of your head, Dev, telling you, were you right? <laughs> I'm just doing the bit, by the way. <laughs> That's a good though. Don't do this. Uh -huh. I mean, me, I'm I'm so much like Michael Porter Jr. Yeah. So much like it. Mm -hmm. I used to blow backs out. <laughs> I got a beautiful, beautiful I'm stroke. I'm going home. I have a beautiful stroke. <laughs> I'm going home. But it's just it's it's about making it consistent. I need to consistently bring that same type of energy. That same thing every single time. I might forget things every now and then, but let's remember all the good things when it comes to me. So I feel for Michael Porter Jr. because I've had good days. I've had bad days. But me, I'm a champion. Oh, man. I got I, I stopped listening after a certain point. You lost me at one point. We got to go to Super Chat. Dev, that was about Valentine's Day. Uh, can I, can I just wait one, can I, one more? Yeah, please. I, I'm a little afraid now. Dev, I, I have just one, one more piece of advice I'd like to hear from. What would you say to Bones Highland? Bones Highland. <laughs> what would you say to Bones Highland? If today? I had to speak to Bones Highland, somebody, had if, to. If, somebody, if anyone needs relationship advice at this point, uh, well, I mean, Bones Highland is like the relationship that like I've once been in before as well. Yeah. Like, I remember the good times. Everybody thought that we were going to work out. <laughs> Everything was going to be great. But then went moved on. And I keep on going back. I look through that Instagram. I see things are not as what it used to be. I feel like I might have dodged a bullet. <laughs> there were some good times. But I mean, things are not the same. Yeah. You're not the same. I'm going to stay away. You're creeping on Instagram. Almost, You're like, wow, almost, I got, I got a bullet over there. The crazy ex, man. The crazy I want, ex. I want, I want the chat to know that Dev was not prepped ahead of time. <laughs> like, he just, he was ready to go. Uh, let's go ahead and go to Super Chats because we have a lot of them. Did we make you feel better after our whining? Did we fight our way to finally make it here? Cool. These Super Chats are going to bring us right back down. Here we go. Oh, Vladislav, worst loss of the season. Rocky over Nuggets tonight. All right, fair, fair enough. Well, does that mean Super Mascot Rocky? Yeah, it does. Or is that the Rockies? Is that the movie Rocky? BJ Malone. Oh. BJ Malone. Super sticker of the Nuggets getting <laughs> good. Oh, that's a great that's one. BJ Malays. We're, do, we're in AJ Malays now. Oh, well. Okay. 
the Valentine's Day chat from BD. Team, we're in VD. This is VD malaise. Oh, no. If anyone says this team has no legit concerns and worries for the postseason, it's just copium. West is too good for this coasting BS. The last line lands with me. I mean, it's you're not going to get a one seed. Just, like, want it. Like I know. You know, uh, got to earn it. Got to earn it. Copium. That's a new word, right? That's it like is, a new, yeah. Like, yeah, it's like clowns are new to be, you know, the same copium. It's like a couple years old. No, it, I know it's not like brand new. I'm just saying it's not. I mean, I don't know. It, it, it's it's new to the lexicon yeah. in the greater sense. Super dope hip hop Joker one of one, except one of goat is actually what he wrote. Uh, but some Nug fans hate on Murray and ignore his value since 1920, uh, the 19 2020 season. The 1920s. Thank you. With Murray <laughs> Nuggets 50 fin, 55 win pace, 25 and 14 in the playoffs. Without Murray. 47 win pace, 5 and 10. Dude, it, Murray is so I important. Mean, you see it tonight, and it sucks because you don't get consistent Murray all the time. That's, what, is, that's the point. Nobody does, thinks that Murray's not important. Like, I know, but it is easy to overlook his value because this is what it looks like when you don't have a killer in the lineup. Like somebody's Cole like, Blum. oh, trade Murray for uh, Justin Holiday. <laughs> well, that I, that's, it would be just as good. It is hard to watch what? With them without <laughs> without the last five minutes of a game though when they don't have Jamal. It is like it's right, terrible. Buckle up. All right, what else do we got? You know, I don't want to hear fatigue excuses when the Nuggets have put a full effort into what ten games this year. Nuggets are really disrespecting the game. Yeah, we'll see, guys. We'll see. Game disrespect. Let it out. Yeah, I know. Dump it on us. I get feeling it tonight, dude. I get it. Uh, Danny K, I miss when the Nuggets and Jokic cared. I mean, that was a week ago. They beat the Lakers. <laughs> it was really dope. It was pretty I, fun. We all missed that. We it was fun, it. though, just a week ago. Well, we all we can all still miss, miss it. We still miss it. We still miss it. We yeah. do still miss it, man. They're not wrong. Ciao. Okay, JDW. Putting this on Malone is insane to me. He's literally closed games with Piot when he earned the playing time. He did not earn more playing time tonight. All right. Agree to disagree, but I do appreciate the money. Richard Saliga. Jokic saw that he was number one on the straw poll, and he took that Man, personally. Actually, you know what? Conspiracy corner. Yeah, dude. Feels this might be real. True. This yeah, might be real. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you know who this loss is on? Adam. Yeah, thanks, Adam. <laughs> God, can you just vote Stephen Adams or something oh, next? True. Just vote Embiid. Yeah. Just get back to <laughs> being in love with winning. That's what we need. Another super chat. Same theme from Steve. Okay, who told Jokic he's number one in the straw poll? Adam. Yeah, he found. I did tell him. Fanduel. Josh Barnett. <laughs> Sicko chat. Happy V Day, my fellow Tiny King Bevo. Thanks, man. Thanks, oh, man. Get a room. Yeah. yeah. Wow, Get a room down under. Down under. I'm <laughs> really feeling the love and support from my platonic male friends on this Valentine's Day, <laughs> and I appreciate that. Um, you know, we ever heard Malone use injuries as an excuse? Uh, probably. It's a good question, though. Malone hey. actually does go to the excuse well more than you would think. Yeah, yeah. He's about he to say that. He, too. he, he prefaces it. He prefaces it with, I don't like to make excuses. I don't like to make excuses, and but we're looking at like our six. schedule. You look at, we have played more back-to-backs than anyone in the league. I mean, it's crazy. Right. He does, yeah. he does whine about the schedule a lot. Uh, uh, all right, go ahead and hit that outro music. Let's get out of here. Um, man, I feel like we had an all-time memorable moment tonight on the show. Yeah, did that... Uh, fast breakdown. That Incredible. fast breakdown was an all-timer. <laughs> um, this is why you watch all the losers' lounges. You know, you could emotionally dump into the chat. This is what I know a lot of people probably did. I didn't scream read it. at us, call us clowns, yeah. <laughs> or say we're smoking copium. I'd like. Do you breathe copium? Do you have copium? copium? Sounds kind of nice. It's like like laugh medicine. You know, I think it sounds like opium. Yeah. yeah oh, that's what, what it was. I know, oh. dude. I would. I, I, I would I'm into opium. I would okay. gladly spend the night in a copium den. Oh man. This night. man! I would chase the dragon this night. Didn't work out for us tonight, fellas. But 
We still have two shows, Thursday and Friday this week. Then we get into the All-Star Game. We'll talk about the All-Star Game and get prepped for that. I can't wait. Oh, my God. Hit that like button for us on the way out. Let's go. Dude, there's a Joe folks in the chat. Look at that. Oh, yeah, he's...